This is the Funville Nine, driven by AAA, the official podcast of the Richmond Flying Squirrels. Here's your host, Trey Wilson. Hello and welcome to a brand new season of the Funville Nine podcast. The start of the baseball season is right around the corner. The Flying Squirrels home opener on April 7th is already sold out. Those tickets sold out weeks in advance. It's actually the earliest it has sold out since the team's first year in Richmond back in 2010. So people are pretty excited about the start of the 2023 Flying Squirrels season. And of course, this is coming off of the team's first postseason appearance since 2014 last year. And also a year where the Flying Squirrels had the highest average attendance and highest total attendance among all AA teams in minor league baseball last year. So there's a lot of great momentum heading into 2023. And to get this year's podcast series kicked off, we've got a series of interviews with some former Flying Squirrels players who made their major league debuts last year. I had a chance to catch up with a few players and chat about their MLB debuts and the days surrounding them. You know, it's always so special to see players go on and get to the big leagues for the first time after they've come through Richmond. Uh, Personally, watching those debuts is one of my favorite things, especially watching uh, the shots they show the families in the stands on the TV broadcasts. Uh, Those families are along for the journey and they play a huge part in these guys getting there and they're always so proud to, to see those debuts. It's always pretty cool. So for our first interview in this Road to the Show series that we've got leading up to opening day, I got a chance to chat with flamethrowing reliever Cole Waits out in Scottsdale, Arizona during spring training with the Giants. Uh, Waits rocketed his way up through the minor leagues in 2022, started the year in high A with Eugene. He came to Richmond, joined double A in June, and then he got at the triple A Sacramento in late August, and it wasn't long after that he got a chance to show what he can do in the major league. September 13th, he got to make that run out of the bullpen in San Francisco to make his MLB debut, and he got to do it against his hometown childhood favorite team, the Atlanta Braves, so that probably made it a little bit more special for Cole Waits. That night, he came into the game in the seventh inning, and he faced another former flying squirrel by chance in A. Ray Adrianza. He walked him, and then Ronald Acuna Jr. came up and hit a double, so that put Waits in a little bit of trouble, but he got Dansby Squanson to ground out to David Villar at third, and then Austin Riley hit a ground ball that got Adrianza thrown out at home plate. Matt Olson flied out and ended a scoreless inning for Cole Waits in his Major League debut. You'll hear us during this interview briefly talk about a pretty remarkable outing by Waits up in Portland last August, right before he got called up to Sacramento uh, when he was with Richmond, where he faced Portland with the bases loaded, nobody out in the bottom of the ninth inning with the game tied, and they ended up striking out the side in order. Not just that, but he did it on nine pitches, struck out the side in order, three strikes, a batter, sat him down, got out of the jam and forced extra innings. It was pretty remarkable to see that. One of the most remarkable performances I think we saw in the 2022 season. So here's my conversation with former Flying Squirrels pitcher Cole Waits. I'm getting a chance today to see friend of the Squirrels, Cole Waits. Uh, Cole, what a year 2022 was for you, climbing through the ranks and firing your way all the way up to San Francisco before the end of the year. Let's flash back to September. Season's coming to a close. You've had yourself a good year. Did you have a call up to the big leagues anywhere on your radar at that point? Uh, no, not really. I mean, I wasn't even really expecting a call up to Sacramento. Um, thought I was going to get comfortable in Richmond for the year. It was it was a weird, I wouldn't say weird, it was an interesting way it happened. Uh, got called up to taxi, so it wasn't that initial call up. Uh, and was just hanging out for a few days and then finally got the call. 
How'd you get the news that you were going to be, I guess, officially, or since you were hanging around, how'd you get the news that you were officially going to be added to the roster? Was it just like a phone call, like, hey, kid, you're in? Yeah, it was, I kind of had a feeling the night before when we flew back from Chicago. Um, they weren't sending me back to Sacramento. I was, you know, going to stay in San Francisco. Uh, they had actually redirected my family from going home to San Francisco. And then I got a call from Kapler the next day in the hotel. He said, hey, we're going to activate you tonight. Did you get your family out there? I guess you probably had everybody kind of waiting by the phone to, to get out to the West Coast. Were they able to get there for the game? Yeah, they were with me in Chicago. Um, the Giants flew them out just in case uh, they activated me. Um, that's what I was saying. When they redirected them from going back home, they brought them out to San Francisco, and that's kind of when I knew. Well, September 13th, that was the day last fall, and uh, y'all were facing Atlanta. You're coming out of the bullpen any nerves you can admit it or you can just you can play it like they weren't but how are how you feeling coming out of the pen uh, knowing that you were taking them out for the first time big league game there was definitely some nerves um actually the night before my first night when i was activated i almost had to come in in the night face acuna uh i think there were more nerves then than there was the night before i kind of got a feel for what the process is on you know guys need to get up get ready and uh when we go in so it was a little better the night before i had the fresh inning um there was a lot of time between when I was told to get loose and when I was going in. So there was a lot of a lot of stuff running through my mind. So Adrian's is the first batter you face. Former Flying Squirrel, by the way. <laughs> Richmond fans, of course, remember him. And he gets on, you walk him. Yeah. And now you've got to face Acuna. So a little bit of trouble early on. How are you feeling at that point? Uh, I just didn't really feel like myself. You know, I think I was just trying to be a little too perfect. Um, and then once Acuna hit that double, I kind of snap back into my old ways what everybody saw in richmond just kind of <laughs> pitching with that emotion um and got back to what i did best yeah i think it was second and third nobody out right correct so that yeah that reminded me of course watching it i didn't get to watch it live because we were playing watch it back that night and i've blocked everything out i said i want to see it live fake live second and third nobody out and i went oh he's gonna be fine we saw bases loaded nobody out with the game on the line in portland striking out the side in order on nine pitches still one of the most impressive things we saw that year so, yeah, it's the same thing, right? The big league guys, guys yeah. in Portland, right? Yeah, no big deal. Just the guys I grew up rooting for in Atlanta. <laughs> um, but, no, it was, it was cool. It was awesome. Did that make it any more special, getting to make your debut against the Braves? Did you have people from back home, like, saying, hey, we're pulling for you, but only for one inning? <laughs> I, had a, I had a few, uh, but a lot of people were, you know, congratulating me. And um, it was special because, like I said, I'd grown up watching those guys play. And, you know, that was that was my team. So you got a couple of good defensive plays behind you too to help get out of that inning. You got a ground ball, the third, if I recall right. Mm-hmm. And, uh, did that help you kind of settle in, knowing, oh yeah, not just am I trusting my stuff, but I've got big league talent behind me to help me get out of this jam? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I knew that going into it. Um, you know, I get I get caught up in the strikeout sometimes, and I think that's what got me into trouble early, um, just because I was trying to be too perfect, and that's not my mo. I mean, I. I throw the ball hard, and if it, it just goes where it goes. So, game ends. You come out uh, after the game. Did they get you the the baseball yep. for your first batter? Yep, they did. So we actually the one of the baseballs from your first batter, not the very first pitch, but now one of your the ball that you threw that you walked Adrianza with, uh, and then I think Acuna fouled it off. That now lives at the diamond. Really? So yeah, we were able to get that, and I just think when we move to the new facility, we're going to find a way to showcase some guys. So we'll have one of your MLB debut balls in there. Uh, so. I'm sure you got a few things that they threw your way from that night to help commemorate the occasion. I'm sure you, you ended up giving those to your parents. Uh, well, 
sort of. I sent it home with them, uh, you know, so they could hold on to it and keep it safe. I didn't have to travel with it. Um, but yeah, they gave me the, the first pitch, uh, the lineup card, and um, I got to keep my jerseys at the end of the year. That's really cool. Do you have a, Do you know where that's all going to end up down the road? Do you have any ideas for it? Um, maybe. I mean, hopefully, there's going to be a lot more uh, trophies to go with it. Yeah. Uh, and I'll, you know, centralize that in one spot. Uh, but I got the jerseys framed up. That was a little present from my mom and my girlfriend. They framed up my my debut and my first strikeout jersey. Well, that's awesome. Well, now that you had a chance after 2022. Just, I'm sure, a whirlwind year, rocketing from single A all the way to the big leagues uh, coming into 2023. I mean, I know right now you're kind of hampered a little bit, but by the time people hear this, you'll be healthy. Let's hope so. <laughs> How are you feeling heading into this year? Uh, I'm feeling good. Um, I'm trying to not necessarily forget last year, but kind of reset. Mm-hmm. You know, whatever happened last year happened last year. It's, it's great. It was awesome. Um, but have new goals, new plans. Um, so I'm just, I'm just hoping to be a role guy in the bullpen and do what I can to help the team win. Did anybody ever tell you, like, with the hair and the beard and the hair flying all over the place and the 100 miles an hour, like, man, you've got that intimidating presence when you're up there on the hill? Uh, sometimes. It's uh, it's more so my demeanor. Uh, you know, like I said, I pitch with a lot of emotion, and it's not necessarily the best emotion. <laughs> you know, I get pretty angry up there. Uh, not at anything specific, but that's just just how I do it. Finding your finding your uh, your inspiration, I guess, right. using that anchor. Well, Cole, thanks so much for taking some time. It's always great to see you. Congrats on 2022. We're turning the page on that notes now, so <laughs> look forward to a great 2023 from you. Appreciate it.